0: Welcome to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmed. John is the Bishop of the Interdenominational Order of Missioners of the Holy Spirit, and he's the founder of Hope on the Way Ministries. Now, join Father John and discover hope and relevant answers in following Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life.
1: Blessed first Sunday of Advent to you all. Can we try that again? (laughs) Blessed first Sunday of Advent to you all. Well, today's message is from 1 Corinthians 1, 3 through 9. If you have your scriptures with you, you're welcome to open up that first chapter of 1 Corinthians. And today's message is entitled, How to Wait for the Second Advent of Jesus as I think most of you know the word Advent is a Latin word it means arrival it means something is coming something is on its way and when we think about that concept of Advent it implies to us waiting Advent is a season where we focus on waiting and specifically waiting, as we read the gospel today, waiting for the second advent of our Lord Jesus Christ, the second coming. Today we sang a very wonderful and traditional hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And, of course, that is one of the earliest advent hymns we have in the hymnal. It comes to us with the idea of the messianic hope of the uh, nation of Israel. They waited... 2,000 years for Jesus to come. And of course, another traditional hymn that we sing during the Advent season is, O Come, O Long-Expected Jesus. And we as the church have been waiting for Jesus 2,000 years. And so, we are in a season of Advent where we're Focusing on waiting, expecting, hoping for that wonderful event to come. Now, the only problem with waiting is that we live in a culture that isn't used to waiting. Now, I'm going to date myself, but I grew up in a culture of the Montgomery Ward Sears and Robux catalog. You'd send your order in, and maybe a month later, you'd get what you want. So we've gone from a catalog generation to an Amazon Prime generation. Where I'll get on Amazon Prime and I'll go, What? It isn't coming overnight? What's wrong here? So we live in a culture that isn't used to waiting. And honestly, it doesn't wait very well. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I can get a little impatient. And... God knows, God knows, folks, that it's hard to wait, and uh, that's why He's given us, that's why Jesus, the apostles, the prophets of sacred scripture, gave us encouragement and instruction on how to wait for the second advent of Jesus. Paul tells the Corinthian church, he says, you guys are doing a good job because you're waiting for, you're waiting for the second advent of Jesus eagerly and expectantly. So the first thing we need to do in learning how to wait for the second advent of Jesus is to wait expectantly. Now, interesting, this word that Paul uses in verse 7 of 1 Corinthians, he says you're eagerly waiting for the lord jesus christ to be revealed this word in the greek revealed is the word apocalypse so if anybody who's not a christian asks you you know what's the advent season about you can say oh we're waiting for the apocalypse <laughs> oh okay we're waiting for the apocalypse of jesus and so we're to wait expectantly and that means eagerly we're longing we're looking for it and that's what the Corinthians church was commended for. They were really excited. Wow, Christ is going to come. And we're just excited. We're hopeful about it. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But I think it's crazy. It's crazy to set dates. I think it's even crazier to set like seasons. Like, you know, I, I really think in the fall, Jesus is coming back in power and glory. In the history of church, people have done that. They sold everything, waited on a mountain, got off the mountain, then went back again and said, oh, we got it wrong. So that's crazy. But what's not crazy, as we learned from the Gospel reading today, it's not crazy to watch and wait for the signs of the coming of the Lord Jesus. Coming of the Lord Jesus. In fact, when we read the Gospel today, we we heard some of those signs and Jesus tells his church to to wait and watch because he may come at a time when we don't expect he may come longer we may have to wait a little longer than he expects there's an old saying maybe you know it you can say it with me where there's smoke there's fire now I don't know about you but I've been seeing a lot of smoke in the last few years. A lot of stuff going on in the world, in our nation. And might I be so bold to say that I'm seeing some fires. Some fires that kind of get me going, hmm, is Jesus coming back pretty soon? And I, I'm not setting dates, folks, but, but I'm waiting, I'm expecting, I'm longing, and I'm wondering What if all these fires that are burning, and we could list them today, but you know what they are. You know what's going on in the world. What if all these fires become a big conflagration of fire that ushers in and precedes the second advent of Jesus? The ancient church taught that Jesus could come in any generation. What do you think? Could it be ours are you longing? Are you hoping? Are you waiting? Not being crazy in setting dates or even seasons, but saying, wow, this could, be, this could be the generation. So again, the Lord knows that that it's hard to wait. And unfortunately, humanity has a pretty bad track record of waiting i don 't know about you, but i 've kind of been guilty of all of these at one point or a time in my life in terms of waiting. some Some of us tend to wait with anger, impatience, and frustration in the portland area we 've gone from just under a million when I was a kid to like over three million, and they 've built no new roads and so the freeways are a combat zone. And uh, that's why I wear the collar all the time. I remember, all right, you're a minister. Behave yourself out here. Uh, how, how about you? You get a little impatient in traffic? A guy just cut me off on Century Boulevard last night. <laughs> I was going to honk my, no, I didn't do it. How about boredom, brooding, and complaining? How about this one? Foolishness and immoral folly. Immoral folly. There's a saying idle minds and idle hands are the devil's playground. How about this one? When the cat's away, the mice will play. All right, so some of us, some of us, maybe not immoral folly, but we get a little silly, we get a little sidetracked. So it's hard to wait. The Lord knows that. And so he wants us to be encouraged as we wait for the second advent of Jesus that we wait expectantly. Could happen, couldn't it? Could happen in our generation. That's exciting. Paul also tells the Corinthian church, hey, you've done a great job waiting expectantly, but you also need to wait fruitfully fruitfully you need to get about being busy with the Lord's work rather than just kind of sitting around being those idle hands and idle minds chapter 1 verse 5 of 1st Corinthians Paul says that you Corinthians have been enriched in every way in this Greek word it's it's where we get our word polluted I mean, they're just filthy rich with spiritual gifts. By the power of the Holy Spirit, God has endowed his church with the most amazing spiritual gifts to do the ministry of Jesus as we wait. You see, I think that waiting expectantly makes us wait fruitfully. Now think about it with me, if... We're expecting that Jesus could come in any generation. Like, maybe even this week? Would it change the way that we focus our intentionality? I don't know about you, but I want to be about the Lord's business when he comes. I want to hear, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't want to be, oh, Lord. Lord. I really messed up I wasn't looking for this so waiting expectantly leads us to wait fruitfully now I love my mom and this isn't a knock against my mom she passed away recently wonderful mom but she and my stepdad like to vacation alone so they would go off to Hawaii and my two older sisters and myself would be left at home alone. Does that sound like a movie? Home alone? It'd be a great movie title. And my mom before she left would spend hours cleaning the house. Impossibly clean. Spick and span. And their final words as she left was, Kids, when I come home i better find a house exactly like this. So, she'd be gone for five days. And about day four, my older sister would begin to panic. Oh my gosh, the house is a mess. Mom's coming home. And then we just worked frantically trying to clean the house the day before she got home. Now, it would have been better if we just would have been waiting expectantly what if mom takes the early flight home <laughs> maybe we should clean it up continually so she doesn't find a messy house when she gets back without any accusation any finger pointing if there has to be finger pointing pointed it at me and the clergy of the church we have a messy house today. We have a broken nation. We have a broken culture. And the most sad of all, and I see them every day in the high schools, we have a broken generation. They're broken. They've been broken by the power of sin. and we also have a broken church a broken church the house is a mess you see what what's happened and I'm being a little cryptic here think with me what's happened just like storms come across the prairie break things and mess things so a storm, a cultural storm a generational storm has come against this generation but I praise God because he has raised up churches and pastors and lay leaders and faithful laity to be his oaks of righteousness are you with me? You know what I'm referring to? He's raised up bastions of oak trees in this nation to be a shelter for many who have been broken by the cultural storm that has raged through our land. And the wonderful thing is is that he's gifted gifted the church with the power and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and we can re-evangelize this generation. They're hungering. They're hungering for spirituality. They're hungering for the supernatural. And they're really hungry for family because they're a generation of spiritual orphans. Isn't that good news? So as we wait, we can wait expectantly, which leads us to waiting faithfully and fruitfully. Now, some of you, as some of you who are listening to me via the internet, some of you have been not only waiting, but you've been waiting in hard times. Have you all had some hard times in the last couple years? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to wait and wait well, but it's even harder when you're in hard times. And I've met a lot of folk in my my journeys and my travels and my ministry, a lot of folks who've had some some hard, hard, hard times. And as the day of Jesus' Advent draws closer it's not going to get easier is it folks it's going to get harder that's what we'd expect but we have this wonderful promise that Paul gives to us and to the Corinthian church in verse 8 Paul says I know I know these are hard times for you but the Lord will keep you firm to the end he'll sustain you to the end that's his promise It's His promise. When Christ comes back, He will come back for a faithful church. He'll sustain us. Unconditional promise. Now how does He do that? In verse 9, He does it, Paul says, through fellowship with His Son Jesus Christ. Through fellowship. This word fellowship, I think many of you know this, is the Greek word fellowship. Koinonia, or if you prefer, koinonia. Koinonia. And it has a lot of meanings. One is communion. He's going to sustain you through communion with Christ. He's going to sustain you through, another way to, to think about this word, koinonia, through sharing, through sharing in the life of Christ. You know, our popular Christian culture emphasizes us inviting Jesus into our life, and I think that's good. But even more, even more, Jesus says, hey, thank you for inviting me into your life. Now I got something better for you. I'm inviting you into mine. So I can share my life with you. And as Jesus shares his life with us, he sustains it. And just to Just to just touch base on how he does that is that he promises to sustain you and keep you to the end by sharing his life through word. What we're doing right now, encouraging word, I hope you're encouraged. Through sacrament. I'm really looking forward to the sacrament this day and receiving the real presence of the body and blood of Jesus. Jesus. Because that's going to sustain me as I, as I feed on Jesus, on his word, on, on his sacrament, and his life fills me, then I can go out and share the life of Jesus and me with the world around. Brothers and sisters, I've got great news for you. i got great news for you today, this first Sunday of Advent. An apocalypse is coming. <laughs> That's the good news. But it's not the apocalypse the world thinks is coming. The world thinks that the next apocalypse is going to be maybe global warming. And I'm not, a, I'm not a climate denier. But it's not going to be global warming that's the next apocalypse. Some people are predicting an even worse pandemic. And maybe there will be. If you read... Bible prophecy, plagues and pestilences, so it's got to be coming. But that's not going to be the apocalypse. It's not even going to be a, a cataclysmic World War III, if you will, that ends humanity. Though there will be a World War III, I believe. But that won't be it. The apocalypse that is coming, that is going to save the world, is the revealing of Jesus Christ and power and glory, and he's going to bring his dominion. We've been waiting 2,000 years. (laughs) It's hard. It can be hard, especially when you have hard times. But the Apostle Paul assures us and gives us the promise of God that, verse 8, he will keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. God is faithful. He's called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen?
0: Amen. You've been listening to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmed. We invite you to subscribe or follow this podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. To find out more about Hope on the Way Ministries and Father John, check out our website at hopeontheway.info. That's hopeontheway.info. Now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the companionship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.